Welcome to HII Talking Points, a Huntington Ingalls Industries podcast. In this special four-part series, we're talking to senior executive leaders about enterprise transformation. I'm Phoebe Richards, and this is an episode in our special mini-series about transformation at HII. HII President and CEO Mike Petters has said, we will not remain successful by being complacent. And that's where transformation comes in. It's about changing the way HII does business, as an enterprise and as individual employees. In this series, we'll hear from division presidents on transformation and what they think we can do to transform the business. Our kickoff episode featured an interview with Scott Stabler, HII Executive Vice President and Chief Transformation Officer. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I recommend you go back and listen to it. For this episode, I'm talking with Newport News Shipbuilding President Jennifer Boykin. Jennifer, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good. So to kick things off, um, starting from the top, what are some of the most exciting transformation initiatives occurring at Newport News? Well, uh, we like to say it's a very exciting time to be a shipbuilder. Um, we are actually in uh, the early stages of, I believe, a generational digital transformation in shipbuilding. Um, as you know, uh, we're going to be building CVN 80 as the first paperless carrier to be built here ever. Um, and of course, we're a major subcontractor with Electric Boat to build the Columbia class, which will also be um, a digitally built ship. So uh, we're preparing our workforce, we're preparing our factory, we're preparing our business processes. Uh, and it's very exciting. The incoming workforce, the future shipbuilders, um, obviously have grown up with a digital capability. Uh, and even our existing legacy shipbuilders who have, you know, much wisdom and knowledge about their craft um, are recognizing the art of the possible using the digital tools. So it's it's very exciting time here for transformation. Nice. So what are some of the th uh, examples that your division is doing to support HII's transformation? Yeah, well, um, like the rest of the corporation, we're certainly uh, making sure that we bring uh, the voice of every shipbuilder to the transformation process. Um, so the way that we're transforming, I think, uh, is very engaging, and it, and it does support sort of the uh, raising engagement and also uh, empowering the least empowered voice in the room. So for example, uh, a couple of the key ways that we're, we're doing that um, is through agile teams. So instead of kind of the traditional, you know, the engineers and the IT folks go off in a, in a floor on their own and come up with the solution uh, and then bring the solution to the work team who decides if, it, if it's helpful or not, we're actually doing that in an agile way. We've invested in an MX trailer which is a mobile experience trailer. Um, and the trail, well, with that, we're able to take the trailer down to different parts of the yard and bring in the craft and bring in uh, the support organizations that actually support the craft to get the work done. And they can look at what the, uh, the tools are doing and they're able to articulate what's the next step in this transformation? What do I need next? Uh, and then really working as a collaborative team the folks who are implementing the changes and the team members who use the the new tools uh, work together, and it's it's really it's very very powerful. It's really uh, transforming not only how we run the business, 
but how we implement these changes. Um, the other thing that we're doing, I think, that's really focused on every voice being heard um, is, is some of our basic quality of life uh, components of our business, which are also transformational. We've always had a problem here at Newport News with the amount of parking spaces we've had. Uh, and we've taken that on and we've, uh, we're really working to make sure that some basic quality of life needs of our, our workforce um, are high on our agenda. So, and, and technology even is a part of that. We actually have an app now that our employees can use that track where the, uh, the shuttle buses are running so they can see when it's gonna arrive at a certain stop and when it's gonna go to a certain stop. Um, but beyond just parking, where we are investing in, you know, having break rooms where these teams can work out problems and sort of problem solve on the go, and also just have a place to meet to talk about safety or to talk about the quality of their work. One of the other ways that we're investing in quality of life uh, of our of our workforce um, is really through investing even in the restrooms across the shipyard. Uh, we're trying to make sure that they that they reflect the honor of the work that the people do, and the folks that maintain those started their own campaign um, that where there there are posters on each of the restroom doors that basically say "Help me help you." There's a lot of pride and ownership, and and it it allows every person and every function to feel like there's an opportunity to participate in what we're trying to do from an, an employee engagement standpoint, as well as from a business transformation standpoint. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're not only transforming how you're building, but the environment in which our shipbuilders are building these that's, ships. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, it's hard work. The work we do is, is really hard. Um, we have shipbuilders that work in all kinds of extreme weather, as you know. Um, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's a wet, rainy day, uh, they're still, you know, walking through that to get the work done. They work on hot days. They work on cold days. So it's appropriate that we pay attention to the conditions that they work in and that part of our transformation and part of our investment in our workforce um, is focused on that. We're putting more and more work undercover. We're investing in facilities uh, that make it safer and that, you know, just keep people more comfortable as they do this this really hard work. I believe that the workforce understands if we invest in them, then they're going to believe that their ideas uh, matter, and they're going to bring more ideas to the forefront. And there, we have a lot of examples of where we're seeing that. So what does a transformed HII look like to you? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, when I think about a transformed HII, I sort of think about it in three components. Um, one is the workforce that we're bringing in. Um, the second is how the leadership factory works and how we develop our future leaders. And then the third really is the, the bit about leveraging technology that exists today. So let me just talk about the first. Um, as I mentioned, the workforce that's coming in is much more digitally savvy. But in addition to that, the workforce that's coming in hasn't necessarily gone through sort of vocational uh, technical schools the way they would have in the past. And so our training pipeline before hiring and even during um, has, to, has to really keep up with that workforce that's coming in. Secondly, I think the leaders in a transformed HII have to understand that the job of the day is really more about how you manage change. Um, I think that you know change is coming, and, and what we're really what we really need to think about is how we develop leaders that don't look at change as something that's happening to me, but 
uh, rather something that's happening for me. And so I think the way we talk about leadership development and the way we invest in leadership development um, has to transform. And then that third piece really is about the technology. Um, we're partnering, you know, we're, we don't want to be a software company. And so we're partnering with some of the smartest people in the industry, um, companies like Siemens and SAP and, and AWS, so that we can leverage what they know and the capabilities that they have developed. Um, we're, we have developed strategic partnerships that allow us to really share uh, with these experts what we're trying to accomplish, and they're able to bring solution sets that they've seen in, in maybe in other industries um, to help find solutions that, that suit us uh, in, much, in a much faster way. So that's sort of what transformation looks like to me in the future, a different workforce, a different leadership model, and really uh, new technologies. How can employees get engaged in this transformation? I think that for employees, no matter what part of the business they're in, there are opportunities to become involved. And that really starts with understanding what your team um, accomplishes. What products or services do you produce and who are the users of those? Um, it really starts with kind of this continuous improvement mindset. Um, are the people who are using the products and services that my team produces in the value stream able to make best use of them? Or are there ways that I can help my team transform what we're doing so that um, it's more efficient, it's uh, more immediate, there's higher quality? Um, and all of us have that opportunity. All of us within our own team have the opportunity to really think about uh, what does it mean to continuously improve and how is that, you know, a, con a, a continuous uh, view of transformation, if you will. Um, beyond that, we're really trying to publicize a lot of what we are, we're calling the big rocks of our transformation. And um, we're, we're already seeing where when people know more about what we're doing, they're able to contribute more specifically about where their interests lie um, and also uh, where they've seen solutions to some of the same problems in, in other parts of the business. And the other way is, um, you know, we've got very active employee resource groups. Uh, the employee resource groups and the leadership teams are, I mean, they are, they are just superstar employees. They're, they're all awesome. And they really pull on us to, you know, come talk about what we're doing from a transformation standpoint. What are we doing from an employee engagement standpoint? What are we doing with our quality of life initiatives? And through each of those um, encounters and each of those events, we really are able to get more employees more directly involved. Um, in fact, we've, on top of the employee resource groups, we also now have a very active community of both engagement champions and inclusion and diversity champions. And the champions groups um, are working very closely together to make sure that they're helping us, the leadership team, connect the voice of our employees with what we're trying to do. There are, there are um, I, I call them the communication bridge across those two, and, and they're, they're so effective um, and they're able to feedback where we're missing something in our communications um, and feedback to the employees where um, there really are more opportunities for them to become involved and to make a difference within their own work team than they may be aware of. So um, the employee resource groups as well as the champions group give employees another, another voice and a way to be involved. 
That's great advice and good opportunities for your employees. Uh, I want to say thank you for the insight and for taking the time to chat with me today. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to HII Talking Points. This podcast was produced by Huntington Ingalls Industries Corporate Communications Team. We welcome your feedback and ideas for future podcasts at www.huntingtoningles.com slash podcast.